0: Welcome to Cauldron of Worlds. Episode 13 Monotheism. Well, hello, and welcome to Cauldron of Worlds, episode 2 of the second season and episode 13 of the ongoing series, if you're following along at home. My name is Chad Corey, and I wanted to take a quick deviation before we dig into the meat of today's episode and remind everyone that Trial of the Wizard King, the second book in the Wizard King Trilogy, will be coming out just a few short weeks away, in March 16th of this year. And it is, like I said, the second book in the Wizard King Trilogy, and it will be available in print, in digital, and audio as well. And I always encourage people, if you are able to pre-order it, please uh, feel free to do so. Why do I do that? Sometimes you might ask why I kind of promote that. Basically, one of the fundamental benefits of doing pre-orders is it helps out with the publishing, and the printing of the book, letting people know how many copies we actually have to produce. And it also helps generate some early buzz as well as gets people interested and buyers interested in seeing the numbers and maybe even increasing their orders and maybe even getting us in the ballpark of a bestseller list or something to that effect. Based upon the orders that are, that are coming in So a lot of beneficial things that can take place by doing that It also helps you guys out too As well as securing a copy for yourself If you wanted to do that early We also have the benefit this year Because of the unique publishing schedule Set up with Dark Horse Books That we have book three coming out as well In August, August 31st actually Well technically 31st Although I consider it like a September release But anyway It is already out and available for pre-order as well Again, in all the three formats, audio, print, and digital, and you can take advantage of that as well. You can also read more information about the books and the entire series with reviews, sample chapters, sample audio that I've done. In fact, if you like kind of me talking to you a lot on the podcast here, I actually took some time recently to sit down and do a dramatic reading for book two, also book one, but recently book two with some music and sound effects and a little bit of voice acting that I think was kind of a unique take on if you wanted to kind of see what the book was about, but also have the author, as it were, reading it. You can take advantage of that as well. And I will be sharing more information about upcoming tours and things that will be going on and tied to the book as we have an opportunity to promote it and share that with people. I would encourage you to go to the website, chadcorey.com, and look on either the homepage or go to the events page and uh, find out when all that's taking place. As you may recall, we got into the thick of things last episode talking about belief systems and developing them and how you can develop them and make them unique and interesting and, and part of your world setting. And basically, belief systems, as we began to explain, didn't have to necessarily mean religious belief systems. It could be political, it could be philosophical, it could be uh, secular, or even a mixture of all all three of those, four of those Combined into something completely different, and then of course we also mentioned the level of commitment one has to their belief or worldview, can and does vary uh, by people groups, regionally, time period based, wise nations, individuals. So, I mean that that also is a component you can have some fun with and and play around with, and it might not be a major thing necessarily if you alter it you know minorly throughout the world setting, but. You know, even in our own world, there's been times in different nations and empires and cultures and such where their belief systems have have waned and grown stronger, or even changed or, or blended or merged over the, the centuries. And that could be something for an inspiration for what you want to do for your world setting as well. But we talked about the four basic things I'll be explaining in these upcoming episodes, and now I'm going to dig into the first one of those which is monotheism. Now, some people might not know what that means. I'll just kind of do a brief little summary here for those who don't. Basically, monotheism means belief in one god or deity. And it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be, you know, gender-specific. It can be a male, female. It can be neutral. It could be a force, like, you know, like in Star Wars or something, or it can be, you know, any combination of a giant, you know, hamster. I, I don't know. Whatever you you think would work really well for your your world study, and this is a fun way, I think, to kind of introduce people to your world studying if you want to do something that's familiar but also unique because there's a lot of different ways to approach monotheism and I'll do a, a little brief summary here without getting into the uh, too much overload here, but basically, if you just do something that is uh, like a cursory search on the internet, or even just in an ethics class, you know, just some basic, basic search of the word monotheism, you'll find a whole different collection of ideologies and terminologies and things. So I'm not going to uh, get into a super detailed again specific breakdown of every single various option here, because again, I don't know your particular world. But I will touch on some more of the popular ones and some more of the unique ones that that could be a fun flavor and, and and provide a basic overview for your your world study now the the obvious concept that most people think of or a lot of people are familiar with is exclusive monotheism and that's basically where there is only one deity everything else if there if there is something that's just a lie that's not even a deity at all it's you know there is only one deity and that deity is exclusive and you are called to worship that deity or acknowledge that deity what have you and that's the end of it now the inclusive monotheism which is kind of the a different flavor of monotheism as we'll we'll see here it's the belief that there is only one deity and that they are claimed other deities are just different names for that same deity. So it's kind of a weird I don't know polytheistic way to go but they so they kind of acknowledge that there are other gods out there but they're not different gods they're the same god just a different flavor or form or you know incarnation if you will or an avatar of that same monotheistic deity. Then you have substance monotheism, and it's kind of a similar mindset in that there are many gods, but there's different forms of a single underlying substance. And that's one thing, too, I didn't introduce this here, I apologize for that, is it's not necessarily you have to have one individual deity. It could be just one individual, it's an individual force, one individual uh, great spirit, or just a spiritual reality, and different uh, emanations, shall we say, of that spiritual reality, take on the form of what we consider divine beings or a divine being, and, and it's all basically the same, the same thing, so to speak. Uh, the kind of the concept kind of comes in with like a pantheism, which is uh, the belief that in one God, who is it's basically equivalent to nature, or maybe even the physical universe or the cosmos. And that everything is all encompassing and it's 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 an emanation of an abstract deity. So you have, you know, like you said, you could believe in the cosmos, and the cosmos is the, the great power, if you will. And it's kinda like you know, like I said before, like the force or something, or it's uh it's an abstract it's an unknowable type of thing, but yet it has a way to interact and, and, and incorporate itself into the day-to-day life or reality that people face. And that's a different way of taking on the religion or the belief system there. The other side of the coin, or kind of I guess adjacent to it, is something called pantheism. I think it's right pani panian theism, something like that, but it's the belief that the other belief kind of attached to pantheism kind of more like adjacent slightly adjacent to it. Is a belief that there's a the physical universe is joined to, or it's an integral part of the deity, but the deity is greater than the universe or the reality. So it's kind of a weird. I don't want to say dualism, but it's they they exist, but <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of however you want to describe that for yourself. They're they they exist the universe is part of the deity, but the deity is greater than what they created. But the deity, that the universe is also part of the deity, if that makes sense. so kind of, again, yeah, kind of a different way of blending some different things together. Deism, I think, is another one that most people are familiar with, which is that there's a, you know, it's one deity that exists, but this deity does not really, they don't really interact with the world, or they don't really interfere with existence of people or the laws of the universe. It, Basically, it's just it's just a creator or the instigator of everything, and then kind of just sits back and lets the universe or reality run itself. And they are off doing whatever they're doing, whether it's maybe they're sleeping, recovering from creation, or they're just watching things from a distance for entertainment, or what what have you. Now, the other kind of blending here of some ideas, I think, is kind of unique, but this comes up a lot in fantasy worlds, especially is where people have devotion to a single deity or a god, but they also accept the existence of other gods. Now, that doesn't mean this is a little bit different than what we talked about earlier, where you know the different gods are basically different avatars or different versions of the same god. These would be different deities. So we're kind of, like I said, kind of encroaching a little bit on polytheism, but this is the idea that there is a single god that they worship, they hold to their religious beliefs and belief systems too, but they don't exclusively deny that there are other gods for other people. It's often been called monotheism in principle and polytheism in fact. It's kind of a common quote for it. But that's another you know, unique take you can maybe look at for your world, especially if you want to have kind of a polytheistic flavor, but without having, you know, the trappings of the entirety of, of monotheism. So something again, it's very popular in a lot of fantasy worlds to to do that. In fact, uh, *Traladren* has a basic concept of that in play, where everyone has a, a possibility to. You could either do a poly, polytheistic, or you can be monotheistic, but also acknowledge that other deities are out there. And then, of course, the popular one I always kind of liked was that there is a ultimate deity, a, a, you know, all-powerful force, whatever. And rather than it being Good, like it's kind of the default for most things. It's actually evil, and you know it could be an evil genius, and it's trying to manipulate people into believing lies and, and deceptions and things. And the whole reason for the creation of the reality as it was to have, to play its sick games with people, or to corrupt people, or do different things. Or you know, that's a different take. Not everyone does that. I don't. I'm not really familiar with a lot of settings that have explored that to any great extent but it might be a fun concept especially for fantasy or even sci-fi where it's you maybe want to get into like the Cthulhu uh mythos kind of thing where you have deities who aren't necessarily benign and uh they're just kind of <laughs> some of them might be outright evil and they're they're out there they're obviously deities and powers but you don't know how really to interact with them in a positive, meaningful way? It's more like you're trying to appease them to, to not be eaten first, but kind of you know, be eaten last, kind of thing. So that's kind of a fun thing to look at uh, for a world setting. Uh, might even be fun for like a, a sci-fi spacefaring kind of thing where you have this evil deity and you have these people trying to uh, stand against it. And that, that evilness might not necessarily be, be known. It could be everyone thinks the deity's good, but it's actually evil, only the true people know the truth. The other kind of again a little adjacent part of that thought is that the the deity is obviously their supreme monotheistic and belief structure, but it is not necessarily good and it's not necessarily evil. It's kind of it kind of maybe can be a mixture of both. Maybe it can be uh, maybe a neutral thing, and you don't really know. It can fluctuate from time to time. Maybe from times of the. Uh, different uh, epochs or something, that the the personality of the deity changes or the expectations change as they get older. Maybe they change more one way than the other. A lot of things you could do with that. But again, these are just some, some basic presentations of what it means to be monotheistic. You can obviously decide for yourself what works well for your world setting. But some things I wanted to add to it that I didn't bring up in my notes here, but have used in the past, and actually it's it's worked really well. What I've done, I've actually done a monotheistic uh, system for another world setting, and the thing that made it work really well was incorporating different sects of that religion, or that belief system. So you could have this one universal power that everyone believed in to whatever extent, but they were not... Universal in that belief, and so you had different groups that believed different things. And so you had different religious viewpoints, you had different uh, doctrinal viewpoints, you had different theologies. But again, it's all relating to the same monotheistic being. And by doing that, what you also allow yourself to do is bring in some flavor and elements of conflict of possible need to have resolution. there's there's instantly ways that you can have problems with wars. Uh, relationships between nations and people, you could have alliances that can form for one group versus another group, whether it's maybe it's trade or whatever the case might be, you have instantly ways to interact in another level because they have a different or opposing viewpoints, but it's still the same monotheistic system. And you can already see the benefits of maybe mixing and matching some of these different concepts into an overall ideology for a world setting. For instance, maybe, like you said, we take the evil genius concept and we incorporate that idea that you know this creator deity, whatever he or she is, or it is, um, is secretly really evil. And they really did this on some wicked, twisted concept for their own perverse pleasure. And people don't know it, at least the, the hoi polloi, they don't know it. And so you have... You have different sects of belief, but you have one sect that actually believes, ah, oh, we know the truth. This deity is actually evil. And so the way to, you know, we have to counteract everything that it's saying and get to the real truth of the message, and this is what this is what it really is saying. Really, basically everything it says is the opposite of what is true. So, I mean, they have a totally warped, in some people's mind, ideology or belief system, than what's out there. But you can see already, just from that one example, how that could be fun and incorporate a lot of different, uh, obviously conflict, which is which is story, but also a lot of history and flavor and such as well. Because they might be the only ones that had the truth. Um, but everyone else has different perspectives of who this who this deity is. Um, you can also see the benefit of having maybe if you want to have a polytheistic culture, but also have it be exclusive monotheistically. You could do that. You could have these different nations that have their own national god and that could actually be a real god or power or whatever you're using for your world setting. And But they are exclusively committed and tied to that individual deity. Maybe it's an exclusive covenant they made with the deity. Maybe it's a specific thing where the, that deity actually created that race and that so they're kind of tied by that creative element and that connection to being actually made for that deity. If you will, and just you know a lot of other concepts and things that could tie into that as well. But that gives you the benefit of having a, a polytheistic flavored world without having exclusive monotheism. So I mean, it's um, like I said, a lot of different things you can do on this. A lot of different takes you can do. And again, I'm not going to be able to get into super specifics. I just wanted to present some basic concepts, some basic ideas, and how this can go and how this can flow obviously you're going to have to decide on what levels and in what ways this is incorporated into your world setting. If we're going from the macro to micro approach, then if you have a greater deity and they are the only deity, obviously they're either probably involved with the creation of reality, or if they came on the scene after the creation of reality, and they still have to have an important element involved with the world because, you know, whether it's making people there, taking people there from a different planet, um, you know, whatever that might be, however that plays out, that's again up to you how, how you break that down into the national, global, individual, regional, all that kind of stuff. But you can see just from those examples and just from sharing some basic things that I've done already that there's a lot of different possibilities, a lot of different flavor that you can do for your world setting. and it doesn't have to necessarily be so so stuck in the you know the parameters of its traditional monotheistic ideology like some people might think was, was the case. But again, I wanted to kind of give you some thick in the air, like we've been saying these last few episodes, and give you some ideas to use for your world setting. And that's where I think I'll wrap it up for this particular episode. Next episode, we'll talk more about the religious mindset, looking specifically at polytheism and how that fits into uh, worldview. Uh, Some of you might obviously have uh, more familiarity with that, but there's also room we can kind of add some more nuances and flavors and twists and things to the general flavor and feel of things overall. So we'll see you next month. Thanks for listening. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.